Hey everyone, this is Nicole Darian. I'm from Chicago and welcome to the What Makes This Place Great podcast, a show about traveling to new places and figuring out what makes each place great. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today I'm talking about probably one of my now favorite cities in Scandinavia, Oslo. Uh, I realized that this is actually the fourth Scandinavian capital that I've been to out of five, which is kind of cool. I'm only missing Reykjavik in Iceland, so um, that's my only one I have left. Um, But Oslo seriously rocked. It's just such an awesome, awesome city. Uh, It's really small and compact with a little over half a million people in Oslo proper, um, but it's still a really, really small um, city. It's really diverse and people are super friendly. Um, I was there for three days and three nights, which was definitely a good amount of time for a visit and just check out the city. Um, I got in really late on a Thursday night and the next day was just beautiful, sunny, and a high of 45. It was practically the first nice day of the year so far. And I could just tell that walking around all day that Friday that the city was just booming and such good vibes and everyone was getting really excited for the summer. Um, There's just a bunch of really good sights to see in Oslo. I walked around the Royal Palace and the surrounding grounds and park for a little bit. Um, I explored the fortress, which is right on the harbor called Ackerbrygge. And I checked out the world famous opera house in the city and just walked around the city center a whole lot. Um, it's really easy to navigate. It's small, like I said a little bit earlier. And um, I usually love to do museums, but the weather was just so amazing all weekend that I really didn't want to be indoors. And I just wanted to be in the sun since I came from the long journey from Bergen and it was just snowing and really cold the whole time. So I actually have a bunch of friends in Oslo, which made it really cool and definitely changed the entire dynamic of my stay there for sure. Um, I actually met up with and hung out with some girls that I met in Rio during carnival a couple months ago. Now, (laughs) uh, Helena and Mimi are both Swedish and they live in Oslo now and they work at a really popular restaurant in the city center. So I met up with them at their restaurant and hung out with them over the course of a couple days. And this is just seriously the most amazing thing about traveling. And this is really why I do it. Um, the people that you meet from all over, it's, it's just so easy to reach out and catch up if you're ever in their city. And everyone is just so down to drop everything and, and meet you or, or hang out with you. It's just, it was so cool. And it was funny because when I walked into their restaurant, like, and I was, as I was saying hi and hugging them, their coworkers were like, wait, you met in Rio? What? That's so random. Like you were staying in a favela in Rio. That's crazy. Um, no, but seriously, that's just the beauty of having literally a global network. It's just so insane. (laughs) Um, and then the majority of the weekend was spent with one of my closest friends, Mark, who's from New Zealand and now living in Oslo. And I know Mark through traveling as well. Um, it's a crazy story about how we know each other. And every time I try and retell the story to people, I always get confused looks. Um, but basically, long story short, my roommate, when I studied abroad in Australia, Chelsea, um, met Mark on our very, very first night out, um, our very first night in Australia. So we were in Sydney for our first week for orientation 
And Mark was in Sydney visiting with um, some of his friends from New Zealand. And those two met and stayed in touch. And then later in the semester, Chelsea and I really wanted to do New Zealand during our semester break. So we went and visited him in Christchurch and then did it like a whole tour of the South Island of New Zealand. Um, and then since then, <laughs> Mark has visited me in Chicago multiple times. He's visited me in Iowa City a couple times. Um, he actually happened to be there during my graduation weekend, which was so hysterical. And um, he was sitting with my parents and hanging out with us the whole time. And my parents love him like a son and they're super close with him too. Um, I met up with him in, in Stockholm one weekend with Chelsea. It's just crazy. Um, the last time I saw him was in New York, actually. I was there for for work and he happened to be there at the same time. And it's just, and then two years later, now I'm finally seeing him for the first time. Um, but yeah, so he's now living and working in Oslo and just crushing it. Um, I'm so pumped for him. And he's really found such an amazing group of friends and knows the city so, so well. Um, so I walked around and did all the tourist stuff on uh, on Friday alone while he worked and then Friday night, all day Saturday and Sunday, he took me to all the cool cafes and bars and restaurants that he always goes to. Um, but I've definitely come to realize that places are great because of the people in those cities. And you could be in the in really the most boring city, for example, with not much to do. But if you know people that you vibe well with, you're just going to love that place. And Honestly, if I didn't have friends in Oslo, I would have absolutely hated it. I hands down would have hated it. <laughs> um, and I don't want to be a negative Nancy on my podcast, but I'll just, I just want to be honest and say like my hostel was just so awful. The, <laughs> the facility itself was just so garbagey and the girls in my room all just really, ugh, they, they just weren't very nice. And I mean, I've been doing the hostel thing since I was 20 years old. I've stayed in hostels all over the world, like dozens and dozens of hostels everywhere. And I, and I just know how it goes. I know, you know, the kind of the lifestyle and the vibe that hostels are. And the girls in my room just were so rude and very awkward. And I've, I had a couple rude encounters in my hostel and it, I just would have absolutely hated it if I didn't have friends to hang out with, um, outside of the hostel. So I'm really, really glad that I knew people there or else I would have, um, probably left Oslo after a day of sightseeing and just kind of moved on. Um, but that being said, Mark also made the po good point over the weekend that, um, if you're not from Oslo, it's really hard to know where to go in terms of nightlife and where to like meet people for coffee or go on dates or go to restaurants. Um, he took me to so many chill bars and cafes that look like really small, just doors from the street. But then when you walk in, you're just mesmerized by how cool of a spot it is on the inside. I feel like literally everywhere we went looked like such a hole in the wall and very unimposing from the outside. But, um, when you walk in, it was just very cool. Um, really great places that he took me to. So he, um, he had a really tough transition into the city. It, it took like two or three months to get kind of settled in, um, and then find a group and a network of friends and kind of figure out the spots to go to after that. Um, but I think seeing the city from his perspective was just so, so, so fun and so amazing. And Mark and I have just always 
vibed and connected um, when it comes to traveling and exploring new places. And um, we just mesh really well together. Um, but don't get any ideas because it's platonic. <laughs> he's gonna get. He's gonna kill me for saying that. Um, but, anyways, um, I'm saying all this because I want just to stress the point that places are great because of the people that you meet and get to know in those places, um, not necessarily the places themselves. So, because being in good company just makes life more fulfilling always. And, um, I'm definitely leaving Oslo with a full heart (laughs) and an empty wallet. That's for sure. Um, I'm just kidding, but, but yeah, I mean, it's ridiculously expensive in Scandinavia. So, um, I'm definitely glad I'm not paying $10 for, for coffee anymore. Um, but Anyways, these uh, conversations that are highlighted in today's pod will be, um, I first talked with Dave. He's Mark's roommate in Oslo. Uh, Dave is actually an Aussie from Sydney and now living in Oslo, um, and it's been about five years. And Dave is such a riot, and all of Mark's friends are are a riot in general. Um, The majority of them are actually from Australia and the UK, which is funny because they all kind of dropped everything at home and began this whole transition process into Oslo. Um, Dave definitely had a tough time transitioning in the beginning because he was kind of the first one in their greater like friend network to get to Oslo. So he had to make friends pretty much on his own uh, pretty quickly. And I absolutely loved hanging out with Mark and Dave <laughs> over and all of their friends over the weekend. We had a couple big nights out, which I don't really do often when I travel, but it was just so, so, so cool to see all of their usual spots, aka Yufstusen. <laughs> um, it was hilarious because I was definitely the only chick in their crew of all guys on the Friday night. So, of course, the whole time I got the whole load down on how Norwegian Tinder works and just the general nightlife culture in Norway. Um, I was just rolling my eyes the whole time. It was fun though. Um, really awesome guys though. And I really feel like they took me under their wing the entire weekend and they just showed me such an amazing time. Um, and I also spoke with Lucas, who's a coworker of Helena and Mimi's that I mentioned earlier. He was born and raised in Oslo and he's now studying and working, um, and working at the restaurant with the girls. And he was super sweet and also explained a ton about Norwegian culture, nightlife, things to do in the city. Um, He loves Oslo and raved about it for me. And um, he's just super excited to tell me all about it, um, not being from there. Uh, All in all, I absolutely loved, loved Oslo. And there are just some gorgeous parks, beautiful people Um, everyone's just so down to have a good time and it really helped to know people in the city for sure. So without further ado, I give you Oslo. So I'm in Oslo chilling with my friends, Dave and Mark. Um, so I'm going to have a conversation with Dave about why Oslo is so great. He is Mark's roommate here in Oslo. Um, they've been living together since Mark got to 
Oslo for a couple years now, two years. Um, and so Dave has been in Oslo for going on five years now. He's originally from Sydney and came here for job opportunities and to live in Europe. Why not? Um, so I'm going to get to the bottom of what makes Oslo so great in Dave's eyes. <laughs> so uh, why did you come to Oslo in the first place? <laughs> Firstly, I'd just like to say thanks for getting me on the show. It was... I felt so honored and glad that I was able to go through the, the audition journey. process just to be here. Absolutely. It's, so, uh, it's a tough process. So I could imagine. Um, sure. Good to be on the 12th level at the, the Hilton. So I was <laughs> glad we got this uh, environment. For sure. Um, what made me come here? So I was living in London for two years. Mm -hmm. And then I visited a friend who was living in Sweden. And we kind of visited Sweden and... I had an ex-girlfriend back in Sydney. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I guess she showed me what Scandinavia is all about. And then when I visited Sweden, I thought, wow, this place is cool. I just like the vibe of everyone. And then I went back to London. I was working there for a couple of years and I met a Swedish girl while I was visiting. Of course you did. So we had like an international romance. <laughs> and then she moved to Oslo and I moved to Oslo with her. From I had an opportunity in London to move to gotcha. another city and uh, open up a sales office with someone else, with my business partner, mm -hmm. or come to Oslo. And I guess I just got burnt out living in England, and I used to visit Oslo a lot, and I just kind of fell in love with the the vibe here. Totally. And then, um, so we lived together, and then I uh, started working here quite quickly, and then we actually, it's a pretty uh, infamous story around Oslo. Um <laughs> So within seven, no, sorry, within six, seven weeks, we actually split up. Mm -hmm. The way we split up was quite, um, I could write a movie about it. I don't want to go into so many details, <laughs> sure. but um, uh, we can, yeah. But uh, basically it was, a, it was a pretty tumultuous breakup and there was a lot of shit getting thrown out windows and things getting said and physical violence from her part. So it was, it was a lot of thing going on there. Uh -huh. And then this is all in one, one sitting. So it wasn't over time. Okay. And then there I was, I was on my own. I had all my stuff with me. So I had like three bags, uh, whatever. And I met these Irish guys while playing rugby. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go back to London. I didn't want to go back to Sydney. I was kind of like, I'm here. I like it. Kind of in limbo. And then they were just like, yo, no worries. Come sleep on our couch. Mm -hmm. So I was living on this Irish boy's couch. I didn't even know everyone in the house. I knew one guy, Seamus. Sure. For three weeks yes. from playing rugby with him. Yes, yeah. And then the others I just met through him. So I stayed there for two weeks and then uh, through them I met people and I was able to slowly make friends and build friends. Mm -hmm. And then um, so build friendships and I got a new job working at a bar because I, the job that I'd actually uh, was working with, they shut down our department. Okay. So within a month I didn't have a job. Didn't have a girlfriend. No girlfriend. Nowhere to stay. <laughs> oh then I, I was lucky through rugby. I met these boys. And sure. then um, from there, I just kind of worked in a bar. And I worked there for a year and or 10 months, a year. And it was it was really good because I got to meet. Because I was making friends with Norwegians as well. I really got to understand Oslo. And it's, um, it's a love-hate relationship you go through. Mm -hmm. After being here almost five years now, you, you go through. For me, I didn't have... Uh, so what makes it a little bit different for me is I didn't have friends already here. So I didn't know anyone. So everything right. I had to do was learn the kind of the hard way. Right. I could say for Mark that when he, he moved here, he knew one of our mates. So he kind of had people always there sure, sure, who sure. were always like there to explain things and go through things with him mm -hmm. for Rob as well. 
well, he had me and then obviously he had all of us. So we all kind of just were like, this is what you need to do, pointing Taking directions. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it was kind of like, I didn't really understand how to do much. So I, lo- I made a lot of mistakes with, for example, getting the right um, documents for, you know, where, where, yeah, yeah. where to get, how to get a doctor here. Like little things like that that you take yeah. for granted. How do you get your own doctor here? Like those types of things. Right. And then, so that's kind of my little story of how I transitioned, got, yeah. transitioned here and got here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it's, uh, it's good. I, I liked that I went through all that stuff because it made me had to evolve as a person or it's kind of make or break. Either you either make something out of this or you don't. So I kind of did a lot with that. And I did quite a bit of travel in my first year here because you can earn quite a bit of money working in the bars here. And yeah. obviously drinking is expensive here. But when you work in a bar, you meet other people from other bars mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. It's kind of that underground culture and you get to know everyone in that, in that space. So that's cool. Um, what do you think is your favorite thing to do in Oslo besides like the nightlife, I guess? Um, for me, actually a few years ago, I got hooked on going cross country scheme. Cool. So from my perspective is like, I really like going out and um, going after parties or, you know, go big when you go out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but however, I kind of got hooked on the tranquility of, of Oslo. Like when you go on the outskirts, you can go cross country skiing, right. climb the mountains I've been to a place called uh, Lofoten Islands, which I told you about, and I've been there two times now, and I'm going to go back this year. And it's just, there's so much, um, when you get on the outskirts of Oslo and you, when you get into the mountains, mm-hmm. it's so easy to just get immersed in the, in, the, in, the, in the environment there. And it's so untapped. There's right. no, for stars, I'm from Australia, where there's snakes, spiders, everything wants to kill you. It's in there. so different, yeah. So here there's none of that. And also you can go out in the in the woods and just kind of, feel uh relaxed so that's kind of my thing that i enjoy doing and even in the summer you can go walk right so you can go cross-country skiing or go walk into the mountains there's definitely like mark and i were talking about this yesterday how um even though it's cold here nine ten months out of the year there's this whole culture around the snow and that's the skiing the snowboarding and like getting a cabin in the winter time and going out every weekend for ski skiing and snowboarding it's like you center that culture around the climate so Mm. it's kind of interesting um and then what um is there something that you dislike about oslo anything that you (laughs) like may not like about it Mm -hmm. i think i think the thing that you dislike and like is um it's kind of a Norwegians are very straight edge. So everything you do is like, there's no, um, you know, in our cultures, you know, you pay cash or, you know, that kind of thing, you know, money under the table or like, oh, come on, my friends, you can sort us out. Mm-hmm. Norwegians are very strict by uh, laws or, or rules and everything. For sure. Yeah. So it's a thing you kind of dislike a lot. However, you then know that you'll never get ripped off here. Or yeah. you know that you, you know, even if you, someone does do that, the government will always support you. But basically, like, yeah, for example, if you get in a taxi, for example, and you think in other countries, you know, they're like charge you double or, or you know, they don't put the meter or this and that. Right. But in Norway, you know, everything you do, you can trust that the system will help you out with right. or, you know, the, the, the people grow up, they don't have a need from you. Mm-hmm. So no one has a need to, you know, Scam take. You. Exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, That's interesting that you bring that up. So it's very, like, I don't know if you felt this, but when you walk around, I've never been to a country where I felt like someone's going to try to, like, take from me. Yeah. Whereas exactly. in every other country, you kind of have to have your, your wits about you a little bit. Scandinavia in general, I've never felt more safe. Just, like, even having my phone out and, like, walking down the street, like, listening to music or, like, having my phone in my hand for directions, like, 
you know that nothing will happen. It is so, so safe. Mm. And um, that's really nice. What do you think of um, Norwegians, I guess? Like, have you made friends and dated or like locals or are you friends with locals or like, what do you think of Norwegians in general? <laughs> um, it's it's a struggle. Like I mainly surround myself with um, cool, outgoing, interesting Norwegians. So if you asked a Norwegian what they thought of Norwegian, they'd probably say they're boring or in- yeah, introvert. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, I don't really see that. Um, I guess as well, because I mainly speak English to those Norwegians. So a lot of Norwegians, when they speak English, take on different personalities. They, sure. they feel they can express themselves in different ways. So for me, like if you, Norwegians are really nice. They might not walk up to you on the street and go, oh, you look lost. Mm-hmm. But if you ask them directions, they would, they would be like, yeah, no worries. Where do you need to do? Where do you need to go? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the, the most I saw of Norwegians being an introvert was when I was coaching rugby here. Mm-hmm. Because then it wasn't like I met these people as friends. It's more... I was coaching a yeah, group of... You're working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was coaching a university team in a place called Ors, which is like 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And coaching them was very... Uh, it was it was is a headache at times because they were very again that you, I saw that introvert side of them and not wanting to express themselves. Sure. But then I found when they played the sport, they kind of expressed themselves through that. So cool, cool, cool. From the from the outskirts, Norwegians can appear introvert, but I think just like anyone, you can get get out of them. Sure. You can get from the oh, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. It, they they express themselves through whatever whatever the situation that you're in for mm-hmm. sure. And then for the last question, what does home mean to you? Whether that's a place or a feeling or what does home mean for you? Um, I like Michael Bublé's version. Um, and I think he does the best one of it. For sure. But you, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Home for me is Oslo. I've been here almost five years and I'm 27. So I guess I've lived most of my adolescent life here. Sure. Uh, and I went back to Sydney a couple of years ago and I visited family and some friends and it was nice but I just felt when I came back to Oslo I was here this and your home base. I guess the meaning for me here is uh, I have a good work um, foundations here for my career most of my close mates live here I have a few around the world um, but uh, I mean cl- not close mates as in as in people I've hung around the most the past years all live here yeah so I have mate like close mates around the world but I guess I don't hang out with them as much mm-hmm. um so for me it's being able to come Oslo for me is again you've seen us out before as well I quite I'd like to know as many people as possible in town so when I go out I feel like I'm at home at Justison or <laughs> other bars because I can actually, of course you do because yeah, <laughs> I can interact with those people and I exactly. feel like relaxed so for me a home is a place where you know like cheers Exactly. Yes. That's how I feel. Awesome. That was great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being on the show. I'm here with my friend Lucas in Oslo and he works at the really cool Olivia restaurant. Um, and he's originally from Oslo, and I'm going to ask him a few questions about what makes Oslo so great. Um, so what are your, some of your favorite things to do in the city? In Oslo, my favorite thing is probably, like, when the sun comes in, like, April, May, just be outside because it's so dark during winter and just get all the sun. But play soccer, drink beers, go to the park, barbecue. Like, it's six months where it's like nothing to do. Yeah. So I'm just 
trying to be outside, actually. Definitely. Yeah. What um, makes Oslo better than any other city in Norway, do you think? Oh, that's a hard question, but um, <laughs> it's probably all the parks and the feeling you get when... Well, now I'm talking a lot about when the sun comes, but just, I don't know, it's such a beautiful city. And it's so small, but it's so big. Right. Like, I was talking with my friends yesterday. Like, I, I could go wherever I want to. I don't have to take a taxi. I don't have to get a car. I could, I could take my feet and, like, walk a couple of hours, and I'm there. Exactly. And the girls, it's a good party. <laughs> I don't know, just the whole vibe, actually. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was saying to some of my friends that live here now, um, when I'm from Chicago at home, and it takes a long time to get to one place, get, get from one place to another. There's traffic, mm-hmm. public transit is sometimes unreliable, but here you can get anywhere in 10 to 15 minutes. It's yeah, so accessible. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think that the public transit is really good. Um, I guess, what, what do you guys do in the wintertime? Like, how do you um, compensate in the wintertime when there's really not much to do? <laughs> Uh, before, when I was younger, I went snowboarding every every single day. Like I told you, I, I used to live at the Penin. It's called Peninsula. Okay. So I took a ferry. I did all my homeworks on the boat that on the ferry that took me like 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was going to the um, to the um, what's it called the winter park to st- stand on snowboard. This was this was every single day. Monday, so cool. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I did all my works on the ferry. But now when I got older and I started partying a lot and uh, it's not really anything to do actually. Like this winter I've been I've been doing Chilling. school. Yeah, yeah. I've been gaming Fortnite like everybody else. Yeah. It's been really, really boring, actually. Really, really boring. Yeah. Well, we're in that in-between season, so it's almost summer. Yeah, Summer's is, coming. Um, do you think that you'll stay in Oslo for a while? Or, like, why have why have you always been living here? I think I'm going to stay in Oslo for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of spontaneous, so you never know. But I have a school now. I'm doing my bachelor. Uh-huh. But... Um, some places I go to, I was out traveling, and I could get this feeling like, wow, here I could really live. And I went to San Francisco, and that's a place I really, really love. I want to live there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bergen. <laughs> uh, but I think I'm going to stay in Oslo for a while. Cool. Mm. Good to hear. And then for the last question, what does home mean to you? <laughs> home for me? Home f- oh, home for me is where I could be myself. Exactly. Uh, cool. if, you ta- if you think about home, home, like... No, I, I think that's my answer. Where I could be myself, where I could... Yeah, where it, where you feel comfortable. Where I feel really, really comfortable. Cool. Um, but I've been feeling more comfortable uh, uh, other places than Oslo, but I'm getting used to it. Mm-hmm. People are kind of... Um, I don't feel I'm like everybody else here in Oslo. Mm-hmm. I've probably had a other childhood and the most of the people so I'm kind of weird guy actually <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome well it sounds like Oslo is the home base for now for now cool awesome thank you so much no I problem. appreciate it
And that was Oslo. I hope you guys enjoyed those conversations. I was definitely a little bit, I guess, not skeptical going there, but just more so thinking that Oslo would be kind of just your average city. Uh, Capital cities just usually tend to be more cosmopolitan and don't have too much culture to them. But I feel like I really experienced um, the cool side to Oslo. And being in Bergen earlier in the week, people who had previously been in Oslo kept telling me that they liked Bergen a lot better. And so that just also made me a little bit more skeptical about it. But honestly, though, I think I really liked Oslo a lot better. Um, But it just depends on what you're looking for. Bergen is just much smaller and you go there to experience the hiking and the nature and the outdoors that Norway has to offer. And then Oslo is just another big city with all the typical things that cities offer. So even though I'm a huge nature and outdoors person, um, Bergen was just so dead when I was there and Easter weekend just definitely did not help. Um, And it's just one of those things where if I was there at a different time of the year, it probably would have been a lot different, but, um, but you'll just never know, I guess. And Oslo just offered a lot more fun in my life, which I definitely needed after being alone for the majority of six or seven days. Uh, And again, uh, Mark and his friends just did such a great job of showing me literally everything in Oslo. And I really started to feel like a local by the end. Um, Everyone was so friendly, so nice. And I learned so much about how people live and interact there. Um, The nightlife was super interesting because every time we'd walk into a bar and me not having been to Oslo before, I was just always so mesmerized by how ridiculously good looking the people are. (laughs) Um, I feel like Scandinavians in general kind of give off this vibe and idea to the rest of the world that they're stuck up and pretentious due to the fact that they're so good looking and everything is expensive and um, they're, they have a great economy and people have good jobs and make a good living. Um, but that's just not the case. Um, people are so down to earth and um, so friendly and so nice. And everyone that I met was so interested in hearing about my travels and um, just really open and really cool. And I, I, maybe it was just the people that I met in particular, but, um, but yeah, I mean, everyone is just so, so cool. And I loved it. Um, all in all though, Oslo rocked. I will 100% be back. And, um, it just was an awesome city. I definitely needed to leave, um, because it is so expensive, but that is okay. Um, everything else was super, super fun. I highly recommend going and I will give you all the recs um, for cafes and bars for sure. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to subscribe, share, and talk to you guys soon. Thanks.